<laughs> yeah. Hey there, uh, Bunchu. Crashmore here. Passing along a holiday greeting from your friend Chamber. Yeah, that asshole. You know who I mean. What a fucking sucker. Even if I do a bad job, he's still got to pay me two mil. Is he dumb? I reckon so. Because the main thing he wants me to do is wish you a Merry Christmas. Well, I don't do Merry. And how many times do I have to tell people not to mention Christmas or that I do it at all? Fuck, asshole. He said that. <laughs> then he tells me that you think you become a big shot in the NFT community, whatever the fuck that is. And he's secretly jealous. So I guess the secret is out. But I'm still not going to wish you a Merry Christmas, but you. Even though the last time I saw you naked, you still didn't have any <laughs> tattoos. So I guess I do need to wish you something. Although um, Chamber says that you are NGMI, not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm under contract and pass along a holiday greeting, and because next year is just going to be a cosmic gumbo mess of <laughs> fucking bullshit, I will wish you a happy 2022, thus fulfilling my contract. Now I don't even care that you both fucking suck. <laughs> Peace. This episode is brought to you by the DGEN Community Network, media for the decentralized generation. If you want to connect or to check out more great NFT and crypto content, go to dgen.network. That's dgen.network. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, man. It's uh, uh it's the holiday season and man. Santa's watching you. Santa and and Biff Whiff are watching over <laughs> us. Uh why don't you give the people a little background about the intro to uh to what we just heard there? So that was uh, Biff Whiff, uh, also known as Detective, Detective Crashmore, uh, a.k.a. the actual Santa Claus. Um, he is, uh, he is uh, uh, portrayed in uh, the Netflix comedy series, I Think You Should Leave, with Tim Robinson. Uh, one of our favorite sketches in, in, that, uh, in that last season uh, was Detective Crashmore. Um, and it's... Uh, it's a, a hilarious premise where Santa Claus wants to get into acting, uh, but does not want to talk about uh, the fact that he's actually Santa Claus in any any interviews he does, and gets and turns out he's extremely crotchety and uh, <laughs> and you know kind of a kind of an asshole, which which I'm which I'm down for, you know. Uh, and and 
You sent that to me as a Christmas gift because we both are very big fans of the show. And I was dying laughing at that. It was so well done. I think it's the best cameo I've ever seen. It was a very high effort. Uh, what I wanted to know about it is how much did you actually give him as a script versus how, or was it just like notes and how did he? Great uh, question. So in the past, we've done a couple of these before. Uh, the first one we did was Gilbert, Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. And I literally just Don't wrote the text. Wrecked. <laughs> and that is financial advice. <laughs> so, so for that one, I literally just wrote the script and he read it verbatim. Um, and it was that one was fantastic also. Um, and I think we did um, Anthony Adamatic. Uh, he is. Uh, oh, yeah. He did, I forgot uh, about that one. <laughs> uh, he did. Uh, the Trump one. <laughs> the Trump one. Uh, he, he did. Uh, he, he did the show. I forget what it was called. Like something Donald Trump, but it was on the Comedy Central. It was very funny. Um, and uh, that one was, I don't remember what the process was there, but this time was definitely different. This time was like, they only gave you like a hundred characters to type in what kind of not even not even text but more like just give them some ideas and so it was like ngmi was big shot in nfts oh my um, god dude when he, was, he says he really when he says the big shot when he says the big shot in nfts thing and goes whatever the fuck but literally very minimal stuff. I mean, I was floored with the amount of content he put into that one. Yeah, for a, it was a minute and forty-one seconds long. It's so good, but and um, he's dressed like Crashmore or like yeah. a inter, you know interview Santa, I guess. Yeah, we'll it's fantastic. So yeah, uh, thank you for my for my Christmas gift. That was one of I was dying laughing when I well, saw you, that. Well, you know what the best part is? It like I I you know I went on I was on Cameo. I was looking for you know you you see you look for other people maybe at. You know, maybe it sparked something like, oh, I should get that for this person. Like I was looking for something for Amber and I didn't really find anything, but you know, anything close, like there was one. So like my uh, pet name for Amber is Cheech. Uh, mm -hmm. I've called her Cheech forever. And uh, Tommy Chong was, was <laughs> one of them, but yeah. it's like four, it was like 400 bucks. Really? It was like, Ugh. That seems like yeah. a lot for like a, a minute joke. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah. But because our humor is so um niche uh blue. that the people that we get like <laughs> low brow <laughs> yeah i mean it's 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 i mean you could show that to 100 people maybe maybe five of them Ten would, would know get it. it yeah maybe right, right exactly. exactly yeah um <laughs> so like the cost basis for biff whiff was very reasonable <laughs> That's awesome. Well, uh, I appreciate so, yeah. it. That was fantastic. So uh, I was telling you before, I have a Christmas gift coming your way as well. I love it. Uh, when you get it, you'll have to show it on the show. And uh, yeah, 5 a.m. says our humor is crass. It's very crass. It's very crass. Yeah, we wouldn't do well at a uh, at any of 5 a.m.'s tea parties. That's for sure. No. <laughs> Wait, chamber would eat all the chamber would eat all the crumpets, <laughs> all those three tiered you know dessert trays that they have over there. I love it. Uh, all that Piece tea time finger biscuit. Oh, <laughs> 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 but here we are back for wrecked podcast uh, on our typical two week schedule now. Uh, I you know. Do you want to know something sad? Has it been three weeks? I don't think we did one in November. We did not do a we wrecked did in November. I think the last one we did was the Halloween one, 
which was the, would have been the 30th of, of October. What? Because <laughs> I, I, I think Halloween was on a Saturday, so we would have on the Friday Halloween one. Oh, we're terrible. We have to we have to yeah. start doing these. I, I looked. I'm like, Ooh, did we not do one? Because I think the last one I saw was when we were dressed up. Oh, uh, my God. So I, There's no way. Yeah. Really? Okay. I think so. Let me take a look back here. All I right. Well, so. we got to get back on our, our at least two-week schedule. I, I think we'll probably – we should try to do them once a week again. Crypto is hot again. You know, we, we – uh, mm-hmm. And Friday mornings are super, uh, super fun. So Ooh. I've got my coffee. We got, yeah, we rug. <laughs> yeah, we pulled the rug on November. It was uh, no wreck November, isn't that what they call that's it? That's right. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure. That's, that's you, don't, you don't do any wrecking. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, it actually was in respect to no nut November. We just didn't want to put out this level of sexy for the whole month. Yeah, that was it, it. It, you know, it is pretty sexy. Yeah, so I do have to say I onboarded uh, two new listeners yesterday. Um, yeah, I my my cousin, Luke, who had his 21st birthday yesterday. Uh, so Rub happy Luke. Birthday. Yeah, well, happy birthday, Luke. And uh, his buddy, we went out to we went out to dinner for his birthday and they were asking me about, you know, crypto and everything. And I was like, oh, well, you know, you should listen to my podcast. They're like, you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah, Amazing. nobody listens to it. We'll have two, <laughs> two listeners now. And so, uh, so yeah, they we I onboarded them right at dinner. So we're uh, giving Luke a little birthday shout out. He said he was going to listen to our next episode. So um, love it. There we go. Yeah. I, so, so Luke, you said Luke turned 21. Yeah. And that's your cousin? He's my cousin, and he's actually uh, I'm his godfather as well. Really? So that must be wild for you. You're his godfather. So you I'm were like godfather. 11 when <laughs> I was in like eighth like, grade when he was born. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. So it must it be makes weird, me feel right? like really fucking old. Yes, hundred percent. So old, it really does. It's crazy because he's drinking now, right? Like I'm yeah, assuming he had a right, couple of exactly. bevies. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, oh wow, this is wild that I'm so old that you can legally drink. <laughs> I have I have a couple cousins like that where like I remember when they were born, and now we're just getting. I'm excited about it because weed. you know I'll I'll yeah Greg exactly I'm excited about it because <laughs> now I can stay young and party with my cousin. You know, absolutely. <laughs> I could be the. I hear you. That, that weird old guy that he brings to parties. <laughs> oh, my nightmare. Anyway, all right, let's get into it here. We've got uh, we've got some fun stuff to talk about at the end, but in the meantime, we'll talk about all the fun crypto stuff that's going on. Uh, Chamber, you know, let's let's get into what we you know. My first question every time we do this show is how are you feeling about the market? Let me bring up the GEC here. We've mm-hmm. got Bitcoin sitting at around $56,688, or $56, uh, down 3.7 on the week. Ethereum just disrespecting Bitcoin, just, just not even caring, up 1.4% this week. At, ETH has held super strong against Bitcoin uh, price movements. Have you found the same thing? Where'd you go? You there? I'm back. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, ETH ETH has held really strong against Bitcoin throughout kind of the downward movements. Have you kind of, are you surprised about that? Um, Yeah, like I think, uh, I think, I mean, the pullback on BTC wasn't. It was a. It was a pullback, but I mean, it wasn't like a crippling one. Um, and and yeah, it definitely provided ETH some momentum. 
uh, versus BTC. Uh, let me. Uh, I was gonna say I'll, I'll, I was gonna bring up the BTC chart, but it looked it looks super strong. Um, and again, I think the pullback on BTC wasn't so aggressive that I think it was just taking a little bit of a an inhale before. Yeah, I, I do think there's still, uh, you know, all time highs coming in 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 December. Again, okay, wait a I, second. So we are at we are at December third here. Yeah. Uh, you have called multiple times on this show in the past six weeks that we are going to see uh, Bitcoin hitting around at least seventy five k. Oh yeah, no, I think you've called yeah, as I, high as a hundred. Uh, yes. Are we are are we still going to see that in your opinion? I think so. I mean, if you look at the chart, uh, like even the last seven day, the little green squiggles there, that looks like a nice coil. Uh, you know, it's it's it it doesn't look awful. And so are you, are because you playing of the, this the little any pullback, sort of bring, way? pardon me. Are you playing it any any sort of? No, way? no, no, no. I, I um. So basically, what I'm what I'm doing is I'm just waiting. Again, I, I, I'm my my opinion is that it's going to go up. So I'm kind of just, you know, I have my positions everywhere. If and when it does go up, you know, once we get to that, you know, once we get new all-time highs, you know, if and when we get new all-time highs, I'm going to monitor it a lot closer. And then if we touch that, you know, if we get into that 80 to 90, I'm really going to be, you know, ready to convert to, um, you know, take some off the table, go to a, you know, go to a stable coin um and and you know kind of wait and see what happens there and i think ethereum is going to follow right like a, a ethereum usd um because yep. I, I do think that'll go up as well just because of how strong it's held up uh versus btc so um yeah i i think you know i think there's funny? lots of time i mean like you said we're the third today um you know we have at least two weeks like from today where i'm there's tons of time for lots of things to happen. We were talking about on the other show, um, you know, when it does start to move, like it doesn't take long. Like we can get to 100K yeah. in three days. Like we could, by Monday, we could be having a completely different conversation. Yeah. You know, and, um, and when we see you, when we do our next show in February. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take a Christmas break. <laughs> Um, you know, it's funny the, for the first time yesterday, I actually cared about, uh, stable coins in yep. the sense, in the sense that like, you know, now for the longest time, I was never one to like move anything into stable coins because the amount of money I was playing with was not significant enough for me to want to like de-risk off of, you know, ETH or, or BTC or whatever. And, you know, now I'm sitting here and like, I'm trying to you know, be conservative about some of that stuff because I have to protect, you know, capital and all this. And mm -hmm. uh, so I, I'm literally thinking yesterday, like, oh, I wonder what the best stable coin actually is to be putting my money in. That's because... a good question. I, I just kind of assumed USDC for, yeah. say, for Ethereum. Yeah, and I wonder if, like, we did that article on Paxos a couple months ago, and they put out, you know, that theirs was all backed, bank-backed and all of this stuff. And so I was looking into that. I'm going to look more into that and see if we could find some information for the peeps. But because uh, I was thinking, you know, like, what if one day this stuff all 
<laughs> what if this stuff all goes to nothing and you know your stable coin ain't stable anymore and i'm like oh, right. that's, that's a nightmare and then i had to take a cold shower and, and cry uh premium carrot says gp is the best stable coin gp if you don't know is the in-game currency of wizards and dragons which is going <laughs> on right now I'm like i don't know what that is <laughs> G, uh wizards and dragons if you don't know if you haven't seen this it is a uh there's no there's no doubt about what this actually is, right? It's a, it is DeFi, it's gamified DeFi masquerading as an NFT project. That's what this, that's what this is, right? So, uh, I mean, that's what all these are, right? They're gamified DeFi um, with, you know, stake to earn type of The Holy Trinity. Yeah, and and they you owe, in order to participate, instead of just staking your money in a pool, you actually buy and own the nft uh to participate in the ecosystem and in the game and there's lots of different choices that you can make whether it's stake uh mint new tokens um you know sell your gp that you've earned or put it back in the game where it gets burned so the token is deflationary and uh so it was uh it's been a fun ride. It's basically what wolf game was trying to be but it's actually working. So uh I actually Yesterday, before the minting was back on, I purchased a bunch of GP at like three cents because uh, I knew that it would, in theory, if the game worked, it would go up. Uh, I woke up today and GP was at 14 cents. So that was a nice little flip there in a day for for your boy. Um, good way to start a Friday. Uh, okay. But yeah, but what, what else we got going on? We have, so, you know, Binance down 3%, Solana was dipping pretty hard and it's up 12% on the seven day now, uh, which is pretty cool. So uh, we could be seeing a Solana all time high going. Uh, Oh, all right. So tell me if I, if I tell me what you think of this, my cousin and his buddies were like, Oh, what should we buy? And they were like, Oh, we've bought, you know, a little Bitcoin, a little Ethereum. And we kind of do that every week or two or once a month or whatever and they're like is there anything else we should be looking to buy they are they're coinbase buyers so they're you know okay. they're not too they're not as uh you know it's not like i could send them to you not as degenerate buy. as some of us right i can't send them to uniswap yet We're, we'll get there at some point but so like from a coinbase token standpoint i told them to buy uh some solana and mm-hmm. I told them to buy some AVAX, some Avalanche. Uh, yep. GMI or NGMI? I think GMI. Um, I, I probably also throw in, I think Uniswap's on there as well. Uni, oh, yep. Okay, that's a good one. Is, I, I, is Uni on, I, uh, can you buy Uni on Coinbase? I'm almost positive you can. I'm, I'm about 90% sure. Yeah, I should have um, told them think- to buy some Axis too. Those are the is, ones is, I think I would tell them to buy. Like, uh, that, yeah, that, you know, if I'm uh, making a portfolio, if I'm making a portfolio for a friend right now, I'm buying Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, Avalanche. That's that's what I'm buying. Yes, yeah, am I accurate. am I crazy? No, I, I think I think oh. that's the right call. P yeah, five a.m. 5 a.m. says GMI, then we are yeah. then we're definitely GMI. All right, it's Sorry. only because I it's only because I. Uh, Plugged soul. By the way, uh, 5 a.m. Solana, Solana sweatshirt. As we, as he's a we soul speak. man. I'm a soul man. <laughs> uh, yep. So, that, so that was good. But anyway, so you're you're still feeling pretty pretty bullish here, then. 
Yeah, I think I, I'm just, again, just preparing for whatever the move is going to be. I really don't think there's going to be a massive pullback from this point. You know what I mean? Like I, I would be hard pressed to see like a 80%, you know what I mean? Like the, the, the you know, January 2018, you know, Q1 2018 kind of movement down. I would be shocked to see that at, from, from here. Uh, that's why I'm waiting for that, you know, that parabolic move. I, I think that's, I think it's going to happen. Um, and then a pullback. And then the question is, where do you get back in? You know, where do you get back in on Bitcoin? Where do you get back in on Ethereum? You know, where do you, where do you start, you know, deploying those, those tethers or those USDCs? Yeah. So uh, like, what would be your advice for somebody who might be experiencing this first uh, potential upcoming January dip? I, I literally just have, yeah, potentially, right? Like, and if, if it stays this way, I, I don't think there's going to be that great of a dip, right? Like, I just don't think the, the market where currently stands has a ton of downward pressure to happen. I mean, you might see some downward pressure, but not like crippling. Yeah, I'm you not know. sure. I, I, I dare, dare we say that I think maybe the 80% drawback days might be over. Um, no. I you don't, don't think that. so? You, no, you no, I think we're going to see 80% drawback from all-time if we see like a if we see a parabolic move, yes, I think we'll see another another bear sure, market again. Sure. Yeah. If we get if we get if we rip from here to one fifty tomorrow, exactly, yes. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Um, so, but from here, no, I don't think there's going to be a, you know, uh, uh, I don't even think there'd be a. Uh, <laughs> I can knock on wood, but like like a twenty to thirty percent move down. You know what I mean? Oh boy, now you're getting greedy. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're getting maybe crazy. twenty. I would be shocked north of thirty. <laughs> um, a thirty percent down move would be would be from here would be interesting. Uh, you know, based on just based on the you know on the charts. Now there could be events that happen. You know, the the stock market took a little bit of a hit uh, earlier this week. Um, so stuff like that, right? Like if if stock market starts to go bear, then other stuff's going to follow, right? Yes, right. Um, uh, it's interesting. Do you think that there's still this massive correlation between legacy markets and crypto? It's it seems like we're decoupling a little bit because uh, the stock market has not been in good shape this past week or even possibly right. two weeks here, uh, and we haven't we haven't gotten that badly hit. I nope. really don't think so. But um, I, I do think if it's a bad, like a really bad hit to the stock market, you'll, you'll see it in like if in China Minnesota. bans, uh, if China bans the stock market, we're in trouble. Correct. Oh my goodness. <laughs> China FUD in, in legacy would be insane. <laughs> China, China FUD happens in legacy for sure. Does it? I don't even know. I don't even know what happens there. People talk to me about legacy sometimes. Like, Tesla, nah, Apple. Dude, it's so boring. It's like it's just so boring. Uh, you know, it's funny. I I talked to my was talking to my wife the other day, and she was, she's like, "What do I tell people you do?" <laughs> it's best not to say it out loud. She was like, "What do I tell people you do?" And at first, I was like, you know, you can tell them I'm just like in tech or whatever, you know. <laughs> and, you know, whatever you want to tell them, and and then I was th as more and more I was thinking about it, I'm like. I'm just a professional gambler. Like that's it. That's. that's I mean, it's I closer am. to that than being in tech. I would you're say. Right. You're right. Exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. Which is so funny. Like I always thought. Uh, you know, I always wanted to be a professional gambler. I always thought it would be like betting on sports or poker or something. But instead, yeah. it's uh, instead it's uh, JPEG pics of sheep 
and that's that's where I'm at right now. A uh, bunch of you professional JPEG peddler, as Five AM says. When are um, we coming up on a year, by the way, of you being uh, a professional JPEG? Like what? Oh, what I didn't. I quit. I quit in July, so we have in I'm July. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm only like six months into six uh, months. Ain't nothing. Uh, I you're past, you're past your probationary period. That's right. I am not. I'm not looking for a new job yet, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so you know, it's I've made more in the past six months than I did in the last year and a half at my job. So that's nice. But that's yeah, why that I'm looking. Nice. That's why I'm looking for stable coins. <laughs> well, like and the other thing too, I, what I've been doing just because um, I do have a you know I do have a job um, and you know the, the what I yes, what but, I make but it's in by crypto choice. can kind of stay in crypto. Say it again, sorry. You have a job by choice, though. Like- yeah, so absolutely, right? Absolutely. Um, and so what I'm doing is I'm trying to, I, I, you know, I'm squirreling away money um, at, you know, at, at a fair clip. Uh, I, I'm really trying to, you know, make hay while the sun shines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, because yeah, if the market, what you know, it's a fantastic Canadian phrase. Is that not an American <laughs> phrase? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like sometimes I forget I'm Canadian. Um, (laughs) uh, It's like, oh, that's not a thing. Um, But yeah, no, I think, I think, uh, yeah, just kind of filling the the coffers of like legacy stuff, right? Um, Oh, so you are you're you're doing getting some of that. Yeah, I'm trying to do that as much as I can because yeah, are you you interested in? Are you finding any interest in like? taking these you know big bags you have of either btc or eth and finding some like you know pretty stable returning staking farming DeFi stuff like you're not interested in like a stable 30 percent apy type of i feel like a stable i mean i don't know what my apy is uh (laughs) you know i don't know what my return is in legacy but uh you know i i have like a more it can't be that it's not that no it's definitely not that but if it's 10 you know what I mean? I, I'm I'm happier there. You know, it's it's in legacy. It's 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 regulated. Yes, you know the the market can take an absolute shit, but I just feel uh, more sound, comfortable you're, there. You're you're getting so old. I know, man. It's, <laughs> again, I, my portfolio is an aggressive portfolio, but you know, it's uh, having some in you know in in legacy markets. Some right, you want to diversify your uh, my portfolio. whole portfolio is JPEGs, so <laughs> I'm in deep shit. <laughs> I would say maybe 15% of my portfolio is in legacy now. Wow, okay, well, uh, that's not bad. That's still, 20, you know. maybe 20. That's yeah, um, uh, but yeah, that I, I just gotta keep laddering in, and then again, if uh, if if we see a, a, a big move up. You know, I'm going to take a bunch of, you know, I'll probably take a, a good chunk off the table, maybe another 25% and then, you know, ladder that in to, into legacy. Interesting. I'm, I'm and keep 75 in stables. Maybe I got to go like another, I probably have to go another two, three X before I would do something like that. You're, yeah. you're, you're also way ahead of me in that you like, I had to start over like three times. So, I've started over. I've started over three times easy. Uh, So the fact that I keep uh, coming back is somebody tweeted out yesterday. Do you remember when Bunchy was salty? (laughs) I'm like, yes, I do. (laughs) Oh God, I was so salty. Well, it was because I cashed out my entire portfolio to buy my house. Just to buy the house, yeah, yeah. And then that was at 
15, 17 K and it ran up to 50, 60. And I, so yes, I was very salty and, uh, <laughs> but now I have, now I have a home and, uh, a mansion, a palace. No, jeez. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, but like anyway. Tony Soprano himself. Well, that I, I pull a lot of. I go out to the mailbox in my robe every morning and grab the. Paper Love to and, see it. <laughs> yeah. You know. uh, anyway, all right. Shall we get into some news? I. You know what? That seems like a great idea. Let's. The news. The news. Let's get to the news. Wow. You don't have to say it anymore. <laughs> I don't even have to say it anymore. Jeez. Uh, Five a.m. <laughs> It's quoting in crypto since 2017, and all I have is this shitty podcast. Yes, that it's is true. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> very true. All right, I will. I'll. I'll get these. Uh, I'll get the news rolling first here. So we've got, uh, as always, all of our news comes from the block crypto. Um, hopefully, someday they'll acknowledge our existence, but probably not. Probably um, not. So, but. Our first article here, the Free Ross Movement is taking a leaf out of edu- uh, Constitution Dow's book. Did you see Constitution Dow last week, by the way? Do you have any, I did any idea about see this? It. I, I did see it, but I, I, I don't know very much about it. So uh, just some backstory is <clears throat> Constitution Dow raised $47 million in like 72 hours through like NFT and and token sales. And uh, they tried to bid on one of the 13 remaining copies of the, of the constitution at Christie's. And it was so much fun to watch. I didn't, I didn't have a, um, I didn't have a horse in the race. I didn't have any, but I had so much FOMO actually uh, while it was happening. And uh, so we did the, you know, the good guys did not win. Uh, what's actually ironic is like some big banker guy, the Citadel guy won, I think, <laughs> and outbid us. Uh, but so that's kind of the backstory on what, what happened there with the Constitution Dow. So last month, Crypto Anons collectively pledged $47 it. million in order to buy an early rare copy, looks rare, of the U.S. Constitution. And if it wasn't for Citadel CEO Ken Griffin, if it wasn't for these meddling kids, <laughs> right? <laughs> the plan, which was brought together and executed in only a week, likely would have worked. Uh, now it seems the strategy is being applied to raise funds for free Ross movement. Um, and if it's similarly effective, it could fund a war trust. So anybody who doesn't know, uh, we're talking about Ross Ulbricht here, the founder of Silk Road Marketplace. Um, this is where people could buy it was basically a black market. Um, you know, this this article says could buy drugs online, but there was uh, lots of other stuff you could. Lots buy of fun stuff you could buy. Yeah, like you wanted a yeah, you wanted a rocket launcher, you could buy it on the Silk Road. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and basically, this is where the first kind of use case of of Bitcoin was was born in 2013. By the way, found out yesterday that Russ Ulbricht is, went to Penn State as his uh, and got his graduate degree there so uh, we are that's right fellow that's- Lion, Ross <laughs> um, i feel like i went to penn state because i you know in canada we don't get too crazy about like our our, our colleges and universities um so yeah I, americans I'm, being I'm, fanatical I'm, about things who would have thought really odd. <laughs> <laughs> 
How dare us? <laughs> uh, so I, I feel like I'm honorary Penn State. Uh, that's 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 who I like now. Yeah. So, uh, but so so apparently Ross went there as well. Uh, so during his time in prison, his mother Lynn and family and friends have been trying to campaign to release him. We've seen uh, you know the petition go around. It's got. 456,000 signatures and uh, they've maintained the Twitter account. The latest fundraising idea is an NFT sale. The free Ross organization is selling a collection of his writings, 10 pieces of his artworks and animation by NFT artist levitate as a single NFT and proceeds from the sale will go to free Ross and supporting other prisoners along with their families. That's pretty interesting. Um, so far, the auction, which is taking place on Super Rare, has raised 261 Ethereum worth $1.2 million. Uh, the bidders include such NFT holders as the person who owns CryptoPunk 6529. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I mean, that's just not notable. I thought they were going to tell me something like, you know. Oh, that know, one? Like Snoop Dogg or something? I don't right. Know. Uh, the the bidding is uh, in contention here. Pleaser DAO is so anyone can join this. The DAO is so they're basically putting a DAO uh, behind this as well. The idea is that mm -hmm. the token holders can vote on proposals and control actions uh, that they make as a group to, I guess, lead some of these efforts to um, petition for uh, for Ross or getting out of prison here so very interesting tactic um i think they'll probably do very well in fundraising um no something kidding. like this yeah that's probably gonna make a massive war chest for them have you ever, have you ever heard him speak before like ross no i, no, I haven't see my my worry like he, ross has become kind of like the uh sacrificial lamb of of the cryptocurrency world and you know we're all on team ross yeah that being said you know, imagine he's just like a douchey guy, like a douchey bro. Like <laughs> if he was like if he was like Roger Ver. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If he was <laughs> uh, I hope he's not. I hope he's not. I hope he's just like a just a solid dude. Um that uh, you know or maybe I don't know. Maybe I do hope he's kind of a douchey because I wouldn't want a solid dude to be stuck in prison for that long. Uh yeah. so um I don't know what I hope. But I hope he gets out of jail, and I hope he's a nice guy. Uh, that's what I hope. <laughs> Those are the two things. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, if he's like Roger Ver, you know, right. we, don't, we don't want him. I don't necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just swap Roger and Ross? Uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like you wouldn't even know the difference, really. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, we're that's terrible funny. people. <laughs> we are, absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, more so right. me than you. I, I hate that my awfulness rubs off on you i feel like you get the stink of awfulness because of me <laughs> it's all right it's just my inner it's just my inner beast actually coming out you know like this is, this is all a facade i'm actually just a total douche <laughs> what do you what do you it. got i got one here for us uh this is uh this takes me back here uh defi protocol badger dow exploited for 120 million in front end attack. I've always heard back end attacks. I'm not even sure what a front end attack is. Did so, you even uh, know you could go in from the front? I didn't even know. I was. I thought it was only backdoor shenanigans happening. Wow. Um, so DeFi protocol Badger Dow has fallen victim to a large hack, uh, according to the security research. Uh, Peck Shield 120.3 uh, million was stolen from users of the protocol. 
BadgerDAO is a DeFi protocol focused on providing yield for Bitcoin. Uh, the idea is that you bridge your Bitcoin uh, over onto a smart contract platform like Ethereum as wrapped Bitcoin, uh, which you can then use within DeFi applications. Uh, BadgerDAO provides a variety of vaults where users can park their wrapped Bitcoin and earn yields depending on the yield generation strategies used by the vaults. So quote here, uh, Badger has received reports of unauthorized withdrawals of user funds. As Badger engineers investigate this, all smart contracts have been paused to prevent further withdrawals. That's from Badger Dow, um, tw uh, their Twitter account, and they, they, they're confirming the exploit there. So Peck Shield, uh, that's a weird name for a, for a company, uh, documented the variety of assets stolen in the hack, which range from uh, tokens like Rap Bitcoin, WBTC, and Convex Finance, CVX, uh, to more complicated tokens like IBBTC, uh, slash SBTC CRV dash F. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what any of that is? I, I don't. No, no. Uh, that is Forget insane to that. me. Who cares? Holy smokes. <laughs> uh, many of the tokens represent assets held in the vault, meaning they can be redeemed for multiple tokens with varying values, making it harder to total the amount of funds stolen. One user had around 900 Bitcoin. That's about uh, just oh a shy under $51 million oh worth God. of tokens stolen in a single transaction. Oh Another my lost God. Wait, 5 how much million, money is that? Uh, almost $51 million oh my God. In, one, in, one in one foul swoop. Uh, another imagine? lost. No, I couldn't imagine. This is what I'm talking about. Just leverage. If, if he took. 20% of that. Okay, but I mean I don't have I don't have 51 no. million dollars. If you uh, do get there, I highly recommend putting 20% away in legacy. Yeah, like uh, holy cow. That it's oh like I can't even I can't even my mind doesn't even want to you know, accept that news uh because it it's so painful. Uh another person but, lost but five. The crazy thing is like, you know, that guy who is probably like it's probably a piece of his portfolio. Unless Hopefully. like he was unless like he was just this massive, massive badger maxi that like I mean which because totally he would have had to be I mean, but like that could also be like ten percent of his portfolio. And he's could like be. Hopefully. <laughs> he's like, man, which, that would happened. be a nice feeling. Yeah, oh easy come, God. easy go. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Uh, the front end of the of the BadgerDAO website was reportedly accessed, according to comments in the project's Discord channel, uh, and used to intercept the transactions. Uh, one admin said it appears that an API key for Cloudflare or for Cloudflare was compromised. So uh, while the protocols like BadgerDAO are decentralized and can be interacted with directly, it requires specialized knowledge to do so. Uh, most users will use a front-end like BadgerDAO website, although alternative front-ends can be used. Uh, but this does have an element of risk. If the front-end gets compromised, as the as in this case, then it can lead to loss of funds. So not ideal um, scenario. So we were uh, we were big Badger. We were, uh, we were, we were I wouldn't Badger say Badger Max whales at one we point. We were Badger Maxis at one point. We sure were. Um, so uh, that's unfortunate for those people uh, that lost money. Hopefully they can recover. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I, that's why you don't become a community member. Of, this, this is it. Like these people probably just were badgers all along and they could have been, you know, selling JPEGs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sound, sound advice. Um, right. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
I've got another one here. Uh, mm-hmm. This one is interesting. Square changes its name to Block as part of a broader push into crypto. So did you see that uh, Jack is no longer at Twitter? I did see that. Yeah, so I guess he's now uh, full-time crypto. <laughs> as he's going into uh, <laughs> as he's going into the block or is he's changing the name here. So uh, Jack Z- Dorsey's payment for uh, firm Square is rebranding from Square to Block according to a company announcement on Wednesday. That change becomes official next week. Uh, they want to they're doing this because the firm has a desire to become more deeply uh, more deeply embrace decentral decentralized and blockchain technology. Interesting. So uh, they, I, I also heard that they're going to be building a a DEX out through this new or to, through Square now or a block. I should oh, really? Say. Have you heard that? I did not hear that. Yeah. So I heard that he's going to be building a DEX, which kind of seems like, you know, he could have done that a couple of years ago, right? But uh, we built Square brand for our seller business, which is where it belongs, Jack said. And he said, Block is a new name, but our purpose of economic empowerment remains the same. No matter how we grow or change, we will continue to build tools to help increase access to the economy. Interesting. So, uh the stock symbol will remain sq though not it won't change but okay interesting so yeah for all your legacy uh for all your square (laughs) stock that you own now okay so we'll say sq okay that's good to know is that is that part of your (laughs) is that part of your portfolio my financial manager calls me um i don't know once a week to let me know what he's buying and it's just like yep uh okay uh uh-huh uh-huh uh apparently uh i'm in a lot of u.s stocks a lot of u.s uh you're like uh yeah but how many pudgy penguins did you buy right what's the yield on that <laughs> like uh am I are earning we... how much wool am i earning a day yeah. are we wolfy yet <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no it's he says a lot of things uh and i have no idea what he's talking about so let him do his thing let him do his thing fair enough better All than right. me doing it that's for sure We've got one more news story here. I got one more news story here. Uh, what do we got? Uh, this one is an interesting one. We got uh, Meta, which I'm assuming is the Meta, aka used to be called Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Meta has made it easier to run crypto-related ads on its platform. Hooray! Uh, you know, we've run into that in the past. Uh, early days of Wrecked, try to advertise on Facebook, get banned immediately. It was a Real pain in the ass. Uh, so thanks. Uh, it's only been like three years. Uh, so, you know, I guess we could start doing it now. Uh, Meta, the social media company formerly known as Facebook, uh, changed its requirements for business who seek to advertise digital asset asset related projects. Uh, the firm announced Wednesday that it is increasing the number of acceptable regulatory licenses from three to 27 According to the company release, in addition, uh, publicly listing uh, or, uh, publicly listing eligible licenses on their policy page. Uh, prior to the change, the company required that businesses submit an application including details such as relevant crypto licensure licensure and uh, whether the business was publicly traded or not. 
Now the firm is focusing on whether the business has one of the 27 approved licenses, uh, a, a list which uh, a, a list of which it now hosts online. Uh, <clears throat> quote, we're doing this because the cryptocurrency landscape has continued to mature and stabilize in recent years. Also, because we're now in crypto fairly heavily. Uh, they don't say that part, though. Uh, <laughs> and I uh, see more government regulation. Is that even true? Uh, that are setting clear rules for the industry. I feel, I feel like none of that is accurate. <laughs> um, these changes will help to make our policy in the space more equitable and transparent and help more advertisers, including small business, uh, grow their audience and, you know, guys like us uh, and reach more potential customers. The firm's advertising rule for companies related to cryptocurrency exchanges, trading, lending, wallets and mining have not changed in this new update. So I guess thanks. But I feel, yeah, I feel like they're just doing this to normalize cryptocurrency so people buy more and use their platform more and yada 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 am i wrong yeah of course as soon as they have uh you know some vested interest in the success right. of crypto it's it's a different story of course you know yeah. I'm, fuck I mean, you meta <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get out of the fucking algorithm <laughs> Uh, the site everything just crashes <laughs> <Beams. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny um cool so that is gonna do it for the news for us what else we got today we wanted to talk about some uh some yeah, fun well, stuff yeah i think i think the talk of the last day or two uh has been spotify raps uh it's taking over social media everybody's talking about it um and i'm always curious you know, I, I feel like you you have a pretty pretty good taste in music. Uh, we're gonna find out real quick. Uh, but I'm always curious to know what what people's kind of top five songs of the year were. Um, and mine was very uh, very embarrassing. Uh, I hope I hope yours was too. Uh, as is mine. Um, the funny thing is, if you actually did this and you went through the little story mm -hmm. that Spotify had for you, it was explaining, you know, year in review, blah blah blah. And then there was a lot of fluff. Well, then there was the one, the one pane that comes up, and it says, "While everyone was trying to figure out what NFTs were, you had one song on repeat, and then it showed your your top played song of the year." Did you catch that shade at NFTs? Oh, did we lose him? We might have lost him. With a fantastic face. I'm going to definitely screenshot this one. I'm back. Oh, there you are. Hey, there we go. Uh, <laughs> I didn't did pay my hear, internet bill. Did you hear what I said? Uh, no, you want to say it again one more time? So the the pain uh, like that came across right before it showed your number one song was said uh, while everyone was trying to figure out what NFTs were, you had one song on repeat. So uh, Spotify <laughs> throwing shade at at the NFT community. <laughs> yeah, uh, I got the NFT. I got the NFT one as well. So yeah. it's uh, I love the fact I love the fact they incorporated NFTs in the uh, like that's pretty that's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. So, um, do you want to? Do you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Uh, you should go first. All right. So, um, I, I've talked about this a couple of times on the show. Uh, I was a big fan of the Bo Burnham uh, special, yeah. uh, Inside on Netflix. Really helped me get through the the tail end of the pandemic. At least you know what we thought was. I feel we're still in the tail end, but um, here was my list. Uh, this is my top five, and this is what it looks like. 
only <laughs> listening to Bo Burnham's Inside on Spotify. Wow. Not any variety whatsoever. Just five songs from that album. Uh, very, very embarrassing. Uh, I actually I have to ask you. I stopped bugging you about it. Did you watch it? I have not yet. Still have not watched it. This uh, is how much I watched it. <laughs> wow, that is fantastic. So, all right, I, okay. One, I need to watch it. Right. Um, I, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play a quick tune for you. Just give you a little. Give you a little taste. So, or, or for those, maybe you have heard some. We're of these gonna songs, get but, pulled uh, off YouTube for this, but that's okay. That's okay. We'll give them a little taste. I'm using YouTube. I feel like if I use YouTube, it's okay, right? I don't, think that's I, don't works, but... <laughs> I don't think it's how it works either, but we're going to do it anyways, and YouTube be damned. Uh, I'm going to stop sharing this one. I'm going to go share another one, because this is, this is one of my favorite songs here on the album. We're going to go with Welcome to the Internet. Can you see that okay? Yeah. All right. Welcome to the internet, have a look around. Anything that brain of yours can think of can be found. We've got mountains of content, some better, some worse. If none of it's of interest to you, you'd be the first. Welcome to the internet, come and take a seat. Would you like to see the news or any famous women's feet? There's no need to panic, this isn't a test. <laughs> Just nod or shake your head and we'll do the rest. Welcome to the internet. What <laughs> would you like to fight for civil rights or tweet a racial slur? Be happy, be horny, be bursting with rage. We got a million different ways to engage. Welcome to the internet. Put your cares aside. Here's a tip for straining pasta. Here's a nine-year-old who died. We got movies and doctors and fantasy sports and a bunch of colored pencil drawings of all the different characters and Harry Potter fucking each other. Welcome to the internet. Hold on to your song. Does a random guy just kindly send you photos of his cock? They are grainy and off-putting. He just sent you more. Don't act surprised. You know you like it, you whore. See a my headed get offended. See a shrink. Show us pictures of your children. Tell us every thought you think. Start a rumor. Buy a broomer. Send a death threat to a boomer. Or DM a girl and groomer. Do a zoomer. Find a tumor in your... Here's a healthy breakfast option. You should kill your mom. Here's why women never fuck you. Here's how you can build a bomb. What power ranger are you? Take this quirky quiz. Obama sent the immigrants to vaccinate your kids. Could I interest you in everything? <laughs> a little bit of everything. That, oh God, it's so good. That that was one of your top five most listened to. Yeah, yeah, that was oh, uh, welcome to the internet. It's one of my faves. But that being said, that's kind of like the funny one. Yeah, uh, there are absolute smash hits on this album. Like just great songs. Like he does, uh, he does a couple. Um, uh, there's one called, uh, uh, you know, uh, get your hands up, uh, is, is, is basically like a, like a Drake song. Uh, there's, there's a couple, there's some like, uh, Bob dylan songs that are like, like this is a smash hit. Uh, so it's, uh, it, this, this going to win Grammys, man. Like it's, it's such a good album. I, I pre-ordered the vinyl, uh, it, really? it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's a, it's a go-to album. That's fantastic. All right. So my, what, what do you got? Well, you know, having kids <laughs> is tough. 
And uh, so, you know, when you have a baby, you don't get a lot of your personal needs met. Um, That's true. And and that means your music, uh, your music playlists go to shit as well. So uh, my top five on Spotify are all uh, child related. So now really <laughs> yes now that that yeah. does not mean uh that does not mean they are all children's songs either. okay all right okay all right <laughs> so uh you know there's number two color to the beat by fisher price Beatbow. <laughs> number four fishy on me by tico which is a a children's song uh please, really please look up fishy on me for me i got i got gotcha. you Number five, Must Have Snacks by Jay Stu. <laughs> uh, must Have Snacks, I got to say, it, it's uh, it's probably the best song in snack rap going. Like definitely the, definitely a top snack rap song. So uh, that that's my top, those are three of my top five. Now, um, my number one song Right. So There's a backstory to this. So when my when my son was born, he was born uh, at the end of January last year, and so he was. You know, we we didn't really. You know, it was our first kid. We don't know what the hell we're doing. Blah blah blah. And so like he's a week and a half old or something, and we're watching the Super Bowl at my house, and he is screaming his lungs out. We don't know what the heck to do. We're looking at each other like, what kind of crazy mistake did we make? And uh, all of a sudden, it's halftime at the Super Bowl, and the weekend is the halftime performer. And so the weekend comes out. That great, that great performance from the weekend, like yeah, the the, the uh, one from the yeah. And so when he's he running around out, and stuff, yeah, yeah, and all the mirrors and everything, yeah. And so he, uh, the weekend comes on, and my son just stops crying, like completely really and we both look at each other and we're like huh <laughs> okay <laughs> let's let's run with this so <laughs> my number one played song on spotify this year was the weekend save your tears now great uh, song now that's a that, bop but it is it is because of my kid and he anytime he would hear it he would stop crying or whatever really? and he would and then now he actually like dances to it right and so like love this it was, this was the song we would get him to go to bed to and all this stuff now i would like to ask you how many times do you think we played this song this year it's funny you say the weekend like i don't think my my daughters were that young listen but both my daughters love like love the weekend at an early age really um, interesting I, yeah um and not that and not and different different songs too uh so maybe the weekend has uh maybe a, a you know maybe a, a subliminal messaging yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so how many times did you listen to it yeah I, I i don't even know uh what's a reasonable amount of time over over to? under this over under this number over okay over i want to say like 2500 times Oh wow! Okay, so you're way over. Uh, oh, way over. Okay, <laughs> twenty five hundred times. So just let's just think about that. It's it's a four minute song. Four minute song <laughs> times twenty five hundred. That would be t- ten thousand minutes. Yeah, 
divided by <laughs> 10,000 minutes, right? Divided by 60, right? Would be, that would be 166 hours listening to this song. Uh, or in other words, seven days. That would be a week at 25. I, I feel like days. I have that in the Bo Burnham album easy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a week's worth of listening at 2,500 yeah, times. Out of now, all of the days of the year. <laughs> we listened to this song 1,070 times in, over the course of a year. Yeah. That's so, nuts, though. Like, so that's about, let's, I mean, that's about half of that, right? So 1,000. So how many times? Because my. My youngest daughter, she listened like her favorite song is "White Woman's Instagram" by Bo Burnham. Like that's that was a song she always wanted to listen to. I think that I think that was my number one technically technically my number one song. Not my favorite, but I think that's the one we played the most because my youngest daughter just absolutely loves it. Um, yeah, so one thousand seventy songs, other otherwise known as two point nine seven two days worth. Oh my goodness! So can, can you go back and look? Like I'm trying to see how, like, what my longest. Uh, it said, like, when it showed me that song, it said that mm-hmm. it, it like gave me a little screen grab of of how many times I listened, and I screenshotted it from my wife. So I don't know if you can actually go back and look at it or not, but uh, yeah. yeah. So I spent three days listening to one song by the weekend. <laughs> good song though it's a good song could be worse yeah my top five was uh was shattered this year by uh by my son that's funny i i have uh i have uh yeah fishy on me ready to go fishy on me ready to go here you want to take a peek yeah i i would love to this is my number four song i love it is it four yeah number four yeah we're back yes loved Eh, the last fishy song. Yeah, boy. What do you guys enjoy? It's a banger. Tacky, wacky. I don't know what the plays, but the fishy on me. Got it with the B, but the fishy on me. I love it. I'll slap your knee. Fishy on me. Fishy on me. I don't know what the plays, but the fishy on me. Got it with the B, but I'll slap your knee. Fishy to B, but I don't know ye. Fishy on me. It's a fishy to B. I don't know what the plays, but the fishy on me. This is a fucking bot, man. This is a Dude. I don't know the place, but the fishy on me. Do we be up? Slap your knee. Drop a like or you eat poop. I slap you for me. Fishy on me, a place to be. I don't know the place, but the fishy on me. On me, I'll slap you. Love knee. it. Fishy, fishy, fishy on me. I don't know the place, but the fishy on me. Gotta love the bee, but the fishy on me. I know you love this fishy. Don't even eat me. Fishy, 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 do fishy, fishy, see. <laughs> I don't want to be with a fishy on me. Uh, okay, that's enough, Tico. Uh, that's amazing. I wonder if Tico is the same kid that oh, did the um, the Fortnite song um, that I hear all the time. I wonder if that's the same one. Probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Premium Carrot says, sounds like a song I'd make up to sing to my kid. Exactly. That's 100%. That's a tune, man. I love it. 5 a.m. I'm too boomer for these hits. 5 a.m. thinks I'm listening to this song for my pleasure. No. <laughs> this, is, this is what my kid likes. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is a banger. It, and, it, yeah, absolute banger, man. Drop a like. Absolute banger. Eat, drop a like or you eat poop. <laughs> I'm gonna start Classic. I'm gonna start every show with that now. <laughs> Welcome to Rep Podcast. Drop a like or you eat poop. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit uh, yeah, you want to yeah. land this bird or what 
Yeah, uh, I think so. We'll save the other segment that we were going to do yeah. for next for next time because it'll be a little, little rusher. Yeah, it'll be yeah. a little closer to Christmas anyway. So, um, really quickly though, Die Hard, a Christmas movie. I forget where we land on that. Are you in? So, I watched something that ends the conversation. Oh it's, wow! It's it, it is a hundred percent a Christmas movie because. If you take out the Christmas aspect, it completely ruins the plot. Because in Die Hard, um, what's happening is there's terrorists about to bomb a building where a Christmas party is happening. It's in the middle of the night. If it wasn't, but are they Christmas, are they bombing this building because of the Christmas party? Not because of it's Christmas, but they're bombing it because the people are there. And if it wasn't Christmas, nobody would be in that building. Hmm. So if you take the Christmas element out, those people wouldn't be there. Therefore, the, the terrorists, uh, you know, they, 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 they couldn't, you know, they wouldn't be there at that time. So if you take the Christmas element out, it's, uh, it totally brings the movie down. So I think it is a Christmas movie because the Christmas part is an essential part of the storyline. Very interesting. Um, Which I still haven't watched. I'm just going from what I remember from watching bits and pieces of it over the years. Yeah, fair. Um, very... Uh, 5 a.m. says definitely a Christmas movie. Um, I, I started watching 8-Bit Christmas. Uh, it's a new Christmas movie that came out. Uh, it's about uh, a kid in the 80s uh, wanting to get his first Nintendo. Oh, that um, sounds fun. It's, 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 it's fun. They talk about the power glove. Like it's, it's, uh, oh, Doogie Howser is like... Fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad. Good for the kids. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's all right. Cool. I haven't I'm finished taking- it yet. I'm taking my son to get uh, pictures with Santa today, so that'll be fun. Nice. Yeah, first time. I'm, I'm taking I'm... my kid to get her COVID shot today. Mm, <laughs> weird. Merry Christmas. Weird. weird. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, the... But I'm telling her we're going to see Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse. It's gonna be like uh, she's gonna be in therapy 20 years from now. And be like, where do you think all of this comes from? Well, one time my dad told me I was going to see Santa and then injected me with Moderna. (laughs) And now I have this third arm. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Over, under, or yes or no, does he cry? Does who cry? When when my kid is in Santa's lap, is he going to cry or no? Oh, uh, I would say 100%. He's he's Those first couple are 10 months old. Those first couple are tough. Um, I'm going with I'm going with no cry. I'm going with no. Cry. I hope I hope no cry because he's Cause that's he's pretty good when like when you give him to other people to hold. Like he's not. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's not a, a cry. But both like my that. kids cried. I think on the first one. Okay, so you're saying yes, cry. Uh, but my kids I, are kind of pussies though. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> phonics sets the line. Phonics sets the line at cries at minus two fifty. I'm taking the under at no cry. I'll take the plus money on that. I do think there will definitely be if you're going to put a uh, a line on beard pulling, you're going to get. I mean, even money that he pulls the beard, no doubt. Really, I nice. Yeah, Love oh, to see it. he pulls my beard every day, so like he's going <laughs> to see that thing, and he's going to be like, he's going to be salivating. And like, <laughs> Look at that beard. thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So all right, that's going to. So don't let me forget. We're going to report back on if he cried or not. Uh, okay, perfect. Good to know. But anyway, this was Maybe a we'll fun be back one. Next week, yeah, I, I feel like we should. Maybe look, it's, we gotta we gotta make up for November. 
it's fun to do these on Friday mornings. As long as you're available on Friday mornings, I I love yeah. this. Still good. I mean, until your uh, until your whole company finds out that you're your chamber wrecked, and then... only some know I do mint condition. Only others do. <laughs> <laughs> that that's smart because mint conditions at an appropriate work time, really. Yeah. You know. So yeah. anyway, all right, that is gonna do it for us. Until next time, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.